Welcome to the Main Street to the World podcast, your passport to boundless travel inspiration and adventure. Brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel, our podcast takes you on an exhilarating journey through a world of destinations and experiences. From the enchantment of Disney destinations and the thrills of Universal Studios parks and resorts, to the elegance of luxury travel and the tranquility of all-inclusive beach resorts. We delve into the diverse realms of travel. Join us as we explore the globe, sharing insights on theme park vacations, cruising, destination weddings, family travel, special needs travel, and so much more. Let your wanderlust be ignited and your horizons expanded as we unlock the treasures of travel together. And the hosts of the podcast are... Hi everyone, I'm April. I'm one of the owners of Coasters and Castles Travel and I love talking with you every week to tell you about our travel experiences and our opinions and recommendations. And I'm the proud mom of two kids that uh, love to travel with me. And hey everybody, I'm Whitney Maddox. Um, I have been a travel advisor with Coasters and Castles for seven years now. And um, I'm a homeschooling mom of two girls, so I always love to incorporate all that when we are in our travels. And we try to get down to Disney and other places every few months here and uh, keep all the good content coming to you so we can keep you updated on everything going on. And I'm Lynn. I'm the other owner of Coasts and Castles Travel. And I'm uh, kind of taking over the travel bug from my dad. My dad loved to travel. And never expected to be doing this in my life but this is where my path has has brought me we are you know exploring the world at this point now we started with areas we knew and checking out new destinations all the time and and happy to share that welcome back to the main street to the world podcast this is lynn and we have april and whitney with us and just a reminder to Make sure to give us those great five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget about the blog and the YouTube channel because we have lots of great information there. Uh, So we do want to thank you for your likes, subscriptions, and for listening. We do appreciate you. So we are going to continue today talking about Disney Genie. So April and I have had the opportunity to now go down to Florida and experience it a little more. So we'll start with you, Whitney. What questions do you have for us? Um, well, I think before we were just wonder. I was wondering about like it, when you put things in, if it kind of like gave you a good outline of what you should be doing that day. If you kind of played around with like the scheduling of it um, yeah. and stuff like that, and I don't know, just what your experience was. I know you you had a full day there to use it. So, mm-hmm. um, so April, do you want to touch a little bit on the the when you what you can do with your your likes? that you put on the, the page? So I had ch- challenges with my app and I know we've talked about it, that my app, like it, I wasn't able to complete my preferences. Like I would go in and say, okay, I want to do, you know, see villains characters and here are the rides. And you can only pick when you're putting in preferences for attractions, you can, you have to max out at 10. So you can't do more than that. So I think once you've done them, you can go back in and select some more um, or, you know, deselect one and select another. So that way you can balance it out. But um, my app, when I get to the the what seems to be the last page where you can say if you need accessible options and if you want heights for the attractions, 
Like my screen doesn't proceed from there. Um, but I know Lynn, you were able to kind of complete that. So it pulled up preferences, you know, and so in playing with the regular Disney genie, we did try like the audio tales a little bit. We tried a few of those, which is interesting. You know, it's kind of fun. It reminds me of once upon a time when they had pal Mickey and this was many years ago. I know my daughter was little. It was a little stuffed Mickey that was actually interactive. So you could carry him around the park and he would talk to you as you passed a certain location. He would tell you, you know, give you a narration of that attraction or a little history or something like that. So of course I had to get one of those. I still have them. I don't know if he'd ever work. I'd have to bring him back down and see if he'd ever work at all. If you pick up any of the sounds now, probably not. But uh, it was kind of neat because I was able to, he had like a little loop on him. So I put a carabiner so that way I could hold on to him so we didn't lose him. Um, and then I got Mickey to autograph him too, of course. Get what you do. Um, back when you could get autographs. Aww, so, so we, yeah, I know. Hopefully um, we could talk about our character interaction too, because we did get to do a distanced interaction. Yeah, yeah. But so anyway, so this reminded me of that, of when you're in certain areas, you can go onto the app and it will give you information about that area. So we listened to information about Cinderella Castle and, and that was neat. Um, and then the itinerary planning was a little bit off, um, because at one point it suggested for us to go meet Tinkerbell. And we were um, in Tomorrowland at the time. Yes, we were in Tomorrowland. And so it was telling us our next best thing to do would be go down to Main Street to and meet with Tinkerbell. And so we're like, well, let's go try it out because this is new that it's, it's, um, opened up that you can have some individual interactions with characters. There's still social distance, so there's still no hugs and no autographs. But, you know, you stand in front of the rope and you can get a picture with the character one-on-one versus trying to pose in front of a cavalcade. So after we got off, uh, I think it was Buzz, then we went up there. And then what was interesting, though, is because it was recommending us to meet Tinkerbell. However, the Tinkerbell meet was not open. Okay. So that was a little glitch. Mickey, however, was. And it said five minute wait for Mickey. There was nobody in line. I don't think people realize that it's a thing. Um, so we did go in and meet Mickey, but the Tinkerbell meet was not open. And we confirmed with a cast member that it's not open. So that was kind of a, a glitchy thing. I don't know why. Um, maybe it was confusion because um, the app didn't recommend Mickey. So maybe it got its characters confused or whatever, but we did go in and we saw Mickey and it was fun because he was in his iridescent suit. Um, and so he posed and we each got pictures with him, um, you know, again, social distance, but so that was a lot of fun. It was nice to see how that interaction was being done. You do have to use your own camera. There was no photo pass photographer there. So but at least there's no box. There was no box taking pictures. Oh, yeah. I agree because that was that was a huge fail. Um, that did not work when that was an option. So you do have to use your own phone. I don't know if that will change in the future to have a photo pass photographer take a picture. Now, was oh, there no. a cast member in there that would take your picture with your phone? Nope. No. Yeah, just do it as a selfie or someone else in your party had to do it. So the okay. cast members are still not supposed to take your phone. Okay. Right. Um. However, interesting fun fact, we were there for an event and during the event, they did have um, some characters come out for our group and the cast members that were with the character did take pictures like with my phone. So I was able to give them my phone and they took a picture of me posing in front of the character. Okay. So for that specific private event, they did do that. So I think 
it, it could be up to the cast member. It could be situational. I'm not sure if there's a hard, fast rule on how that's working. Okay. But but you had to use your own phone in this circumstance. So be aware that if you're going to go see any of the characters as they are opening up um, for individual meets, you know, just have your phone ready. Um, so you do move through, but it was a lot of fun. It was great to be in there. And again, you know, we were six feet from Mickey, maybe a little yeah. bit less. Um, so that was very exciting. Yeah, I was so close. So close to no my hug. But Let's I told go. Mickey, no hug. I did tell Mickey, Mickey, I'm waiting so patiently for my hug. <laughs> I can't wait to have a Mickey hug. And Aww. he gave me a little heart Aww. with his fingers. So I was like telling you. I know. Nikki, well, you don't know what's going to happen. It's a good step in the right direction. I was happy to see that that's, that's yes. opening back up. So. Now, what I would recommend for guests is if you get something like that, double check with a cast member before telling your child that you're going to go see Tinkerbell. Yes, I was just going to say gonna that. You're going to go like, see something like that because all I could picture was this child who loves Tinkerbell is all excited about me and Tinkerbell and she's not there. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. You know what I mean? So that would be a big fail. And we are notifying Disney about that. We have a contact in Disney IT that we're going to notify. Um, I just haven't had a chance to do that yet. So um, I mean, Tinkerbell is my favorite. So if I thought I was going to see her, even I would be like, what the heck? Is she not back yet? Like, my kids would be upset too. But yeah, Yeah. that stinks. I think, I mean, I think part of all this, even with the not having a photo pass person in there yet, I think is still staffing because they are still short staffed. I know the last time, I don't know if we started this time or if it was the last time we were down there. It's all kind of rolling together now. We've been so many times lately. A little bit before. Um, is that we did see a big sign on 192, you know, advertising for, for cast members with a signing bonus, you know, uh, of yeah. up to like $1,500. So, um, you know what I mean? It's, it's not insignificant, the number of people. Now, I do know that the, uh, the government... U.S. government is now allowing vaccinated people from other countries to come here. So I think that that's going to mean that a lot of the people who used to work in Epcot will be able to come back yeah, um, and get recalled so that they actually get, you know, back into there. And when I think they fill the countries back up again, now you have all those cast members who have been filling in in the countries who may be able to be reassigned to other places and that might open up some of the other opportunities. Um, now at the same time, I think they are probably going to have to hire more photo pass people because I don't think the photo pass people are sitting in the countries. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and there's so many more places now to have photo pass people. Uh, I mean, going up and down main street, you used to see a lot less than is there now. I feel like every 10 feet, you've got another photo pass person, not a bad thing. It's great. You know, I mean, outside Epcot, you've got several because they're now doing that special one, that special camera that zooms in and out. That one. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got that one there. Um, You know what I mean? So there's that many more opportunities for you to get photos done by Disney that I think it's probably going to be a case of they're going to have to to hire more. Um, And maybe they just have some that haven't been recalled yet from furlough. Yeah. you know, or being laid off. So who knows? But I think that that's going to be an important thing is to up the staffing. Um, so, and, and I think that, I mean, we did try the day. Um, it did point us toward the items that we had mentioned in our preferences. Um, I honestly feel like it would be better to almost have them do a rating system. 
of what's like most yeah. important to you type of thing? What's most important and what's mm-hmm. things you don't want to do. Uh-huh. And I'm going to actually submit suggestions to them because, and then you to be able to rate all the different things for each park. Yeah. Because when you're using it, where you can only do those 10, it might pop up with something in your thing that you have no interest in doing. You know what I mean? I don't know if teacups popped up for us, but there's no way on God's green earth that April or I are doing teacups. Yeah. You couldn't pay us a trillion dollars each to do it because it's just not worth the uh, way you feel when you. I think a trillion. I would not do it for a trillion. I think I would do it for a trillion. I think that that would be a good number for me that I could suffer for, you know, and who knows how long you'd have to do it. Maybe you could do it for less time too. So. I don't know. Trillion, I I think I would do. That's the one ride that I've been on that I physically lost my lunch on. (laughs) I mean, but a trillion dollars. eh, Still, it's not because I feel like crap afterwards. And you know, I mean, my body, the way my body reacts, if that happens, is not good. So it's just, it's just not, not, I would feel like that feel gross for a while. And it's just not worth it. A trillion dollars would cheer you up the next day, though. (laughs) (laughs) saying. But yeah, that's interesting thought to rank that so yeah yes. and then you could have it permanent too right right and one thing i don't know that it necessarily interacts with genie plus because i think our day was being a little more guided by our genie plus selections because we did have the genie plus as well so we were kind of watching like okay we're going to be riding this ride in 15 minutes we should head to fantasy land type thing um so i don't think that two systems kind of interacted that way. So I think the genie plus kind of superseded what the genie was telling us to do because we needed to go do our genie plus selection. Yeah. So you filled out all your preferences for genie Mm -hmm. and then you also did the genie plus. So it kind of like overrode what you were, (laughs) what you Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Because you know, we had, it wasn't as much to do because the things that were on our preference list were in the very beginning, the things that we were choosing for genie plus. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So we got Buzz. We ended up with a Buzz Genie Plus Lightning Lane, you know, reservation. Um, we did Pirates. We did that. We got that. We did Haunted Mansion. I don't know if we did it the same day, but, you know, I mean, all these are things that are in our top three. So, you know, all these different things that you can do. Okay. Um, so, interestingly enough, we tested out so many different things with Genie Plus as well. So we weren't positive about how it worked with the, the little tap things. What did you call them last time, Whitney? Tap styles. Tap tap styles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can confirm that if there is, it's a ride with two tap styles, then you have to wait till the second tap style to be able to get your next one. Okay. So you just have to kind of keep an eye out. I think we'll work on building a list of which ones have two, which ones have one. Okay. Yep. Um, But it it will take us a little while to do that. (laughs) So uh, maybe we can rope in some of our agents to help out with that. Um, so that's just a, a you know, I mean, one thing we want to do so we can even provide that to clients. Um, and then the other thing, and I'm going to let April talk about this because she's the one that did it. We figured out the timing. So one thing I had heard is a way to kind of stack your Genie Plus selection. So the basic rules, it seems to be, and this is not written in stone because this can change and you can have certainly a different um, result for trying than we had is that you can get a second genie plus selection two hours, 120 minutes after your first selection. And, or if you scanned into that last tap style, whether it was one, when it was an attraction that just has one, or if it's the second one. So what I did on the first 
day because we were going in the evening is again, it's tough because you can't select what time to do your genie plus. So it's like, you got to watch the app to find a time that fits into when you're going to be there. So at three o'clock in the afternoon, I went in and chose pirates. I think it was pirates at like seven o'clock that night, which is perfect. Now we were in a conference last week, so we weren't there in the afternoon and certainly not scanning in for our, our attraction then. Then after two hours at five o'clock, I was able to select another Genie Plus selection, which uh, that might have been Buzz at six o'clock, so or at like six fifteen. So it is possible to have the timing overlap. The system doesn't kick it out for that. As huh. of this moment, that can change. So then we had the two Genie Plus. Then we went into the park, and when we scanned in for Buzz, which just had the one tap style, we were able to select another Genie Plus. So then I got like. Jungle Cruise at eight o'clock. Um, again, there was a little overlap for the pirates time. And then at seven o'clock, because again, that two hour time frame, I was able to go in and get another Genie Plus. So those two actions, whether it's the 120 minutes or scanning in for your attractions, those are the motivator for being able to get another Genie Plus. And one doesn't counteract the other. So just because you scanned in for the attraction, it doesn't negate that two-hour time frame, depending on how the times kick in, if that makes any sense at all. Um, sorry, I was just trying to remember the learning that we had the other day that, and I don't know. The other day, though, I tried at seven in the morning. So I set my alarm for seven in the morning to do a Genie Plus, And I think I had it for like 10 a.m. Um, but then at nine o'clock, it didn't let me select another one. So, but before 10 it did so i don't know and we hadn't scanned in for that attraction so i'm not sure what caught it that morning i don't know if it was the fact that we weren't in the park at that time because of course at 7 a.m i was still in the hotel room and at 9 a.m we still were too um or what was the trigger but it didn't let me pick a second attraction that day at 9 a.m so i think there's still some nuances to the system but those are basically the general rules that i've heard and and seem to be true. It's every two hours you can select a new Genie Plus or you scan in for your attraction. And as soon as you scan in, you can go in and select another attraction. Okay. Yeah. So I know you're going to have to drop off shortly. Um, but can you talk about the individual lightning lane selection? Because I know you did do that one. I did do that one. So I, um, we chose... Now, the tough thing with the individual lightning lane, everybody knows I can't ride a lot of the rides. So ultimately, that's going to save me a little money because like, I can't ride Space Mountain and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, the two lightning lane attractions in Magic Kingdom. I'm not going to pay for them. I can't ride them. Um, we did sign up for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in Disney's Hollywood Studios. And the nice thing with that is it did actually let me select a time. Um, once I got in the hour that I wanted, when I clicked on that hour, which was six o'clock, it let me select a series of times in that six o'clock hour. So I picked 625 and that was that. Uh, I didn't have any issues. I went in and I did ride the attraction and I had no issues. So there wasn't a situation where the ride was down, which sometimes can happen with Runaway Railway or other attractions like Remy and Rise. Um, and from what I've heard, if the attraction goes down, then you're given an attraction, I think it's called an attraction exemption, which yes. means you can ride that ride at another point during the day once it's up and running. So you're not constrained to that time window. Um, it does not automatically refund your money just because the ride is down. If the ride is down for the day, then I've heard that it will refund your money. Um, 
So I rode Mickey and Minnie's and then doing that lightning lane selection does not kick out a genie plus selection. So you can still do genie plus attractions while you have that lightning lane attraction and they work kind of independently. So that day, I think Mickey and Minnie's was $8 um, a person. So, and like Rise of Resistance was still at $15. So we're like, well, we want to try it out. We're going to try the cheaper one anyway. So why not spend half the money (laughs) Um, just for the sake of being able to try it out? So it worked the same. I just went in the lightning lane queue, scanned in my band and proceeded onto the ride. And, you know, it was a a fairly short wait. Um, You know, it didn't take long to get on the attraction at that point. So... Today's Main Streets of the World episode is proudly brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel. Ready to bring your travel dreams to life? Look no further. Coasters and Castles Travel is your ultimate full-service agency, specializing in a wide range of travel experiences. From Disney destinations and Universal Studios parks and resorts, to cruises, ocean, river, expedition, and luxury. All-inclusive resort vacations, luxury escapes, European adventures, destination weddings, group travel, special needs travel, adult-only getaways, and of course, family adventures. Our team of expert travel advisors is here to craft the perfect journey for you. Whether you're seeking thrilling theme park experiences or luxurious cruises, every detail will be tailored to perfection. And if the world of travel planning beckons you. Coasters and Castles Travel is currently welcoming applications for travel advisors. For more details, explore www.travelcnc.com or reach out via email at info at travelcnc.com. Now let's dive back into the excitement. Do you feel I, like a ton of people were really were, were using the lightning lane? I saw, saw I definitely saw people going through the lightning lane queues. Yeah. Um, so for any of the Genie Plus attractions, we weren't the only ones in the queue. You know, there may have been people coming in before us, after us. I know even um, I think it was on Runaway. I was kind of paying attention to the people that were going with me and, you know, kind of mentally counting heads like, well, each person paid this amount of money to do right. this. Um, and people do seem to be using it. Um, now the standby lane lines are still, you know, they're a decent length. Some of them were shorter length, some of them were longer length in Hollywood studios. They're always an hour. Um, so that really hasn't changed it at all. Um, but I felt in magic kingdom, you know, the time that we were there, the attraction wait times weren't extraordinary. Um, the genie just made it that much quicker. So yeah, but people do seem to be using it. Yep. And I feel like they are taking advantage of, uh, I think that Disney is actually moving them a little quicker than they used to with FastPass. Yeah. Okay. Well, they should for it being a paid (laughs) service. (laughs) But I mean, I don't know for sure. I can't say Disney says that, but I'm just saying what I saw. Right. Because I was definitely seeing a lot of people going through with the FastPass lanes. Yeah. So, um so I did want to, uh, you know, actually kind of go back a little bit with some of the other features. I just wanted to, because April had to had to drop off. So I wanted to make sure that we got her stuff in first. So you asked me about the, the lenses. I did one 
it was a bubble one. It was kind of interesting. Um, it's not something I would do normally. And, you know, the lenses is included in the regular genie. So it is included in the regular genie. So um, you just have to, you know, you just have to go in there and do them. Uh, it is kind of weird because you just take a picture and you choose which lens you want. And, you know, um, it's not something I would do regularly. Um, and I will not be doing the birthday cake. I did, I did post it um, to show that I did do it. Um, but yeah, it's the birthday cake is just not happening for me. <laughs> so I'm going to do um, them all. I can't wait to get there. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I did actually, I didn't even look any further than the bubbles. I'm like, Oh, bubbles is kind of mundane. That works. Yeah, they, were, they were cute. <laughs> they were Mickey bubbles. Anything. It was funny too, because April got like a Mickey bubble right over her eye. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird the way it worked out. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was interesting. If, if that's your thing, you know what I mean? I, it's not my thing. So it's not something I would use. And honestly, the audio tales is part of the Genie Plus. It's one of the benefits you get with the Genie Plus. And I originally thought, well, this is kind of stupid because who's going to want to listen to them? Well, I was waiting for April for something and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to listen to these. They're actually really interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I actually like did not know that. So that's, I loved when we were in Boston, we downloaded an app and listened to like a lot of the like Freedom Trail historical sites where where you would yeah. go and they would you know kind of like read what it was about and i just thought that was so cool so um i think I yeah think that would be awesome. like they have one um that talks about the mosaic in the castle okay oh, cool. i honestly did not know that those were all glass oh yeah that's cool like and there's that. real gold and real silver in there like 24 karat gold wow that's you very I mean? cool so i was like holy moly like i had no idea about that and then there was another one I listened to, and I'm obviously not going to remember it right now, but it was another one that I listened to that was really cool. I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. So I thought they were going to be silly, and I was wrong. How long were each of them? Maybe a couple minutes. Yeah, okay. Not very long at all. Um, the one thing is, is it, it the challenge is it can be hard to hear them because you have park noise. Yeah. And I was off to the side sitting down when I listened to them. Okay. But still, there's enough park noise between the music in the parks, the people around you, all that stuff. It was hard to hear it. Um, I wish I had had headphones to put on or because I, I don't do the earbuds. But if somebody had earbuds, I would probably recommend them putting the earbuds in to listen to it. Um, and you're supposed to be able to hear them from home, although I haven't found them at home. At home. Okay. Um, and so one of the other things that I did want to kind of bring up, too, in, re- in regards to this was about the the genie plus um i mean not genie plus was about the um the the, the app itself so april has hasn't done this yet because she just had we haven't had time we've been slammed um but i think that one of the things that she probably should do is delete the app and download it again yeah and so if you're having a problem like she has i would do that i would delete the app and then re-download it um it's a little bit of a pain but Make sure all that stuff works before you go. Yeah, I agree. Um, that, that, I mean, that usually fixes whatever the bug is. Yeah. So one of the other things is she mentioned it was clunky, and I saw how she was doing it. She was going in by using the plus at the bottom where you used to go to do things. Oh. And she was going in through the View My Genie Day and tip board that way. Okay. It's right on the top. When you go into the app, it says Today's Plans, and it says My Day. You yep. click on that. 
and then then you get started. It it does default to the my day, which I don't like that because it's the right tab of that instead so of the tip to, board, right? Yeah. So you, then you have to go to the tip board, but that's a lot easier. And then the dining options is in there. Yeah. You still can do mobile ordering through the regular way where you click the plus at the bottom. But this will tell you if there is any dining reservations available for today. And, you know, I mean, if you you can even order some mobile food through here as well, but not everything is going to be on the tip board. So, right. for instance, in Epcot, the Carmel Kush that my husband and I love, <laughs> that is not in the tip board for dining. You actually have to go into the plus to mobile order that. Okay. So that's one of those different things. Um, so it just, you know, I mean, it, it really isn't, I don't find it clunky at all, to be honest with you. I really like it. I found it to be really helpful. There is one aspect that I do find clunky, and that is your tip board every day, every time you go into it, is going to redefault to Magic Kingdom. Okay. So you have to go in and change the park. I wish they would leave it so that whatever the last one you were in is the one it goes to. And that's one of those things I'm going to mention to them. See, now, because... when, I, when I just opened mine, mine is the Epcot. No, 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 no. Go into the tip board. I am on the tip board. Not on the My Day? No. Huh. That's really weird. Maybe because it just, ours, every time maybe it knows my pattern. <laughs> no. Well, April is like that, though. April huh. loves Epcot. I don't know. Mine's mine's stuck on Epcot right now, so I don't huh. know. That is definitely interesting because I found in one other area, if I went into my day, it shows up on whatever I was in. Okay. But, you know what I mean? Even now, even now, just now I went into it again. I had changed it to Epcot. It goes back to Magic Kingdom. And I didn't even leave the app. All I did was go out to the main page again and then back. Okay. So it's just one of those things that's going to be a little different. Um, you know, uh, you'll get used to it, but it's it's really not that bad. Uh, I actually really like it, to be honest with you. I'm actually wondering now, like my next park reservation that I have is at Epcot. Doesn't matter. Didn't It's still defaulted. It's still to defaulted? <laughs> Magic Kingdom for us. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because I don't think my next one is that. I don't even know. I know it's in December, but I don't know what it is. I don't even know where to find it on here. Do you <laughs> imagine that? It was just on the home, like when you click the little house and you scroll down, it just tells me like park reservation, Epcot. Hmm. Actually, that might be yours that's popping up because I'm linked to you. Because I don't. Ha- oh, no, it's April's. Oh, uh, okay. But it shows me. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, because my park reservation's not showing up. I mean, unless I just haven't gotten it yet, I'm like all the way down. No, it was like right at the top. So I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. My par- I have no back reservations there. So I know I have some, but that's been one of those things. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it has today's plans. And then somebody I know must be going on Navi River because <laughs> that's showing up. Oh, Amy. Amy Flanagan's down there. So, <laughs> um, and then it has my Riviera Resort. So. Well, I'm excited to I'm excited to give this a try. I'm I'm so hands on of a learner that I I always feel better when I can experience some things for myself. Oh, absolutely, so, yeah. So I'm excited to do that. I have um I have a client down there right now. I have a couple that ch- just check one's checking in now and one checked in yesterday. Um, and so one of them chose to do Genie Plus and the other one chose not to. So the one that chose to um, they have a shorter trip and she only has three park days. Yeah. Um, she has a base ticket, so she, she can't hop back t- to a park if she missed something. So she added Genie Plus because the day they're at the park, they have to do what they want to do or they're not going to have another chance to do it. 
Yeah. Um, and then my other client is there for six days with Park Hopper. They have like three Magic Kingdom days. So she decided we're not going to add it, you know, and we're just, yeah. gonna, we're going to see how it goes. And then, you know, we talked about the lightning lane stuff for the individual ones. And she's like, I'm good with paying for that based on if we didn't get around to it or the weights were crazy. Right. Um, so, you know, it's kind of, I just try to go over what I know so far and then, yeah. you know, I, I don't think that she necessarily needed that with having six park hopping days and she's at Grand Floridian. So it's pretty easy for her to be getting at least two of the parks. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think honestly, I mean, it's going to depend on what the park levels are. Yep. You know what I mean, it really honestly didn't look that busy when we were there. Um, in fact, the last day we were there, it rained big time. In fact, I think it took my shoes three days to dry out. Um, but so I think on like that day there, we didn't use it at all. We went to Animal Kingdom. We weren't there for that long, but we, it was pretty much a walk on for the safari. Yeah. Um, but I know based on the, the date of our recording, when you said your clients there, that's going to be Jersey week. So the Thursday through Friday, Thursday through Sunday of this week is going to be crazy. Yeah. So if your clients that's their six days, they may change and decide to order it later yeah. on. Yeah. We, and we talked about how to do that if she wanted to do it the day of. Um, yeah. Luckily, like one of her three Magic Kingdom days is this weekend, is Saturday. So, you know, I guess she said if we don't get to everything, maybe we'll add it for that day. You know, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, honestly, I, I, and I liked Max Pass a lot. And Max Pass was the same price. Yeah. Um, I, I really, really like Genie Plus. I really, really like it. And I don't mind paying for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, if I had a family with 10 kids, I would still get it. I would just prepare ahead of time for that. And that would be one of those things I would add to that. Because honestly, I felt like we rarely waited. Like right. really waited. Sometimes the fast pass lines would get longer than some of the other lines. I did not see that at all. Yeah. On any of the rides that we went to. Um, so I think that that I think the paid product can cut down on that. Yeah. Um, but sure. I think that at the same time, what's going to happen is I think Disney is letting in more a higher percentage of the lightning lane people than they used to with just a fast pass. You know what I mean? Uh huh. You know, I don't know if it's, I don't know the ratio, but it felt like once it was a certain number of people in the, the lightning lane area, they would close off the other people and let them in. Okay. Yeah. So that that was what it looked like to me. Again, I have no official Disney knowledge on that. Um, so I do want to really quickly do a message from our sponsor. Uh, so we are sponsored by Coasters and Castles Travel, which, of uh, full disclosure, April and I are owners of. And Disney, not Disney, Whitney is one of our um, senior vacation specialists. Um, she currently is a specialist in theme parks. She dabbles a little bit in cruises and maybe a little bit in all-inclusives. But her focus is mostly theme parks. Um, so she does do a wonderful job with her clients. And we have many, many um, advisors who work with us who are absolutely fabulous with, with what they do. Um, and it's not just, you know, booking your trip and then you're done. You know, they do a lot of work to try and make sure that you have an individualized trip. <clears throat> so it's never cookie cutter with us. Um, it's always going to be what your family is looking for to the best of our ability. Because, you know, honestly, there's going to be some of those dining reservations that we're not able to get. We'll try. 
You know what I mean? But we we'll never guarantee we can get something um, because honestly, there's only so many people that can sit in a restaurant, and there are tens of thousands of people that go to Disney every day and go to Universal every day, and they just all can't fit in be our guest or Topolino's or. <laughs> some of our other favorites. Um, but we do, you know, try very hard to get those for you. Um, for our guests that are going to all inclusives or cruises, you know, we're going to do our best to make sure that you are informed and give you resources to know all that you need to know for um, the current protocols. We do that with the theme parks as well. Um, but, you know, that's, that's what we're here for is to try and give you, you know, access to the information. Now, we may not know every single day what the rules are for Mexico, for instance, or for Turks and Caicos or whatever. Um, so we might give you the most up-to-date information we have, but one of the things we will do is we'll provide you with a link so you can always check and see what that is because it may change without our knowledge. Unfortunately, we are not on their speed dial to notify us all personally <laughs> when this stuff happens. Uh, we do have you know several resources that we use and some of the associations that we belong to are really good about uh, providing us information. But again, we will provide all the information we can for you um, and know that you're not a number with us. Uh, you know, we are a very well-established agency. We're going to be in business almost six years come this January. But just because we've been in business and we're well-established doesn't mean that you're just, you know, a number for us. You know, you're a client that we care about and we want to make sure that you have the most amazing vacation possible. Um, and coming this next year, we're going to be opening up some new areas that we'll be specializing in and we'll be bringing some advisors in to help us with those. And some of our existing advisors may be, you know, expanding into these areas as well, you know, through additional learning that they're doing. So those will be destination weddings, luxury travel, and um, Europe. April is dying to get to Europe. Um, so we'll be having lots of that stuff. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, there's several different ways you can do so. We, of course, have our website, which is www.travelcnc.com. That's Charlie Nancy Charlie at the end. And then we have our email. It's info at travelcnc.com. And, of course, our toll-free number, 844-422-8785. And um, if you are working with an advisor and you're reaching out by email or if you have a specific advisor you want to work with, just let us know in that email. We can certainly match you up with them. Um, additionally, if you're on the website, you can click on the Get Started Planning Now, and it will give you the option to be able to select your advisor. And if it's you don't have one in mind, you want us to select one for you, you can choose that option as well. So we are very welcome to working with you. And we definitely have, you know, time and plenty of available resources to be able to assist, uh, you know, anyone who does want, want to work. So back to the show. Okay. So what other questions would you like to ask about the Genie experience? I don't know that I really have any specific questions. I'm just um, happy to know what your experience was and, you know, kind of what you felt about it. And yep. I'm just really excited to be able to try it out myself and just see, you know, kind of what I think personally. Yeah. You know, I have I have a, another client. Um, I just put a hold on three rooms for them for February. <clears throat> and we've talked about Genie Plus. I was honest with her, like, I still haven't had a chance to use it. This is what I know so far. Um, and she's kind of, we're on the fence of 
which way that's going to go. Cause they do have eight in their group with three rooms and they're, you know, taking a lot of their family members. So they're paying for a lot of it. And I know, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty significant added cost for eight people for a seven day trip. Yep. Um, but they, they also do want to do the VIP tour. Okay. You no, know, it's also not cheap. Um, so we're kind of trying to weigh, you know, should they add it for every day? Um, especially if they're doing a VIP tour. Um, so I don't know. I, we're, we're I mean, kinda- for me, that would depend on what they want to do and even what the VIP tour gets guides say you can do. So I don't know if Rise Resistance can be done on there yet. Right. I don't know if Remy can be done on there yet. Um, I am, I'm honestly not sure because I haven't scheduled one recently. So my advice would be um, talk to the VIP tour area first. Yep. Find out if there are any restricted attractions that they're not allowed to do. Yep. And then see about that. Um, in that case, they may be better doing it daily. Right. Um, it's a little bit more of a challenge. Although if they're all linked on there, you can choose all the names that you want to do. Yes, they will all be linked together. So so that makes that a little bit easier. Um, you know, you just choose all the people you want to include with it. And, and the nice part is, is it won't pull up anybody. So like when we went, went to do ours, you didn't pop up, even though you're in our friends list. Right. Because you didn't there. have a park reservation for that day. Right. So if you had a park reservation for that day, it would pop up as an eligible person. And then we could have included you. Okay, yeah. If we wanted to. And then we would have paid for you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, um, I mean, once you've ordered it and you paid for it, it's not bad because you can actually go ahead and um, add in anyone who has it to your plans. Okay. So it's very similar to the old FastPass where you could select different people, but it makes it a lot easier in that it only brings up people who are eligible. Okay. So if you have a lot of people in your friends list, you're not like searching through this whole list of people to figure out, you know, who it is. Okay. And then you can obviously take them off. Like if it auto-populates all of them and somebody doesn't It doesn't auto-populate. It It just brings them up as people who are eligible and then you select the ones that are eligible. Gotcha. Yeah. So this is, say, after we've paid. Say you came down with us. You've paid for your Disney, your Genie Plus. And now we want you to go on a ride with us. And we want to schedule with us. We can actually just click on there and and then add you in okay. for that one attraction. Okay. That one lightning lane reservation for the Genie Plus. Okay. So that makes that nice. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of perks to it, I think. And and I think there's a lot of benefits to it. Yeah. Um and and you know, um there was another thing I was thinking of a minute ago. Oh, so Ava was worried about it eating up her battery. Yes. And again, this is going to be how you approach it. I personally don't like doing the um, keep my app open all day long. Right. I, I just I'm not that married to the app that I would want to do that. So I will shut it down. And I do this with anything. I don't have anything running all the time. So I will clear all, make sure everything's shut down, and then I will just go back into it again. It's not that hard to click on the little icon and right. open up the app again. It's not like it takes hours for it to open up again. Um, one weird thing I did see is at one point it worked better on Disney's Wi-Fi oh, than it did on my happened. data, <laughs> okay. than it did on my data, which was really weird. I was like, that's bizarre. So, cause I usually try not to use the Wi-Fi. Um, right. I do have unlimited too. data on my, my plan, but just because, you know, the Wi-Fi is so spotty at Disney, but I actually found it worked in one case. It worked better. That's um, good. Only because I did, I realized I was on it, and I came pull myself off, and then it wouldn't work. I'm like, wow, 
I hadn't even realized I was on it. Yeah. One one thing about Jeannie that I do wish we had the option to do, because, you know, when we add it to a client's package, we have to do all of the days that they're there. Mm-hmm. And I do wish that there was an option because some people are like, I definitely know I want it for Magic Kingdom. I, I think I want it for Hollywood Studios. I wish I could just add like two days of the six days <laughs> for sure, you know? But yeah. Maybe eventually. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that will be a thing. Probably not. But no, I don't think it will be because with Max Pass, it wasn't. Yeah. It was the same way with Max Pass. But I just feel and like honestly, sometimes people spend so. I mean, I have people that will go on a 10 day Disney trip. I've never had anyone book 10 days at Disneyland. I just think overall they spend more time there. So do they need do they need it for 10 days? I mean, you know, it's like maybe they maybe they do. Maybe they want it. But yeah, you know, but I think because it's so easy to add yourself for one or two days. Yeah, that's pretty easy. It's just just it would be nice. It it would just be nice to have that done for them because I have a lot of people that just don't they don't want to do anything extra. They want it all situated by the time they get there. They don't want to think about it. So Mm -hmm. That's like my only gripe with that. Like I have an annual pass and April does too. And you, and I know you do yep. now. That's one of the challenges I find with that is I do have to get up every morning and do it. Right. Or I don't want to get to the park. One of the two. So that's kind of a pain that that's like that. But it's like craziness. I can't even believe, you know, I wish they had an option an add on option that we could do for that. I'm hoping that when they do renewals. Yeah. That they'll have something that you'll be able to include. I think they said they were going to, um, that you just pay one price for it. Of course, yeah, it makes the ticket more expensive, but to not have to worry about it every time would be nice. Yeah. And and would it be that it's probably going to be cheaper for me to do it every time? Probably. It's just but less of a Would habit. I like that convenience? Yes, yeah. I would. And and I think in general, we all have things that we pay for that are more convenient than right. if we didn't have them. And so that's one of the things I like about it because honestly, everybody knows I have back injuries. And if I had to stand for a long period of time, my leg gets numb and it gets very painful and it's, you know, I mean, I'll lose con, you know, control over it. So if you ever see me in the parks, you probably see me with a cane. I don't use a cane all the time. <laughs> it's just more when I go to the parks yep. um, or doing something where I'm going to do a lot of walking because it's, I need that extra support. But so if it was a ride for 20, less, more than 20 minutes, I really didn't want to stay there. Yeah. You know, and, and I go by the posted times because I can't guarantee. Right. I can't get in a line that says 40 minutes. It says, oh, but it might be less. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then, I mean, 20 minutes is going to hurt me as it is. Yes. You know what I mean? And so for me, it's definitely worth it. Now, yeah, I don't have a huge family that I have to pay for. So that's a little different story for me. But I think that if you have a family, you're used to planning for a family. Right. Yeah. So you just plan that ahead of time. You add that into your cost for your vacation. And then what you do is, you, you know, you Whatever you give up for other things, you give up something else so you can have that. Yep. You know, I truly think that that's how that all works. Um, But it's just a matter of, you know, kind of, it's going to be everyone's individual choice on how they want to handle it. Um, But I I honestly find that it's beneficial. And I think that it will make your experience better. Yeah. If you use it. Um, So all in all, I I definitely give it an A for rating. You know, and, and I'm not the type of person who likes to be married to an app. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, um, but I think it's worth it. And I think there's a lot of benefits to it. Um, is it different than the FastPass system? Yes. But I actually liked MaxPass better than FastPass. Yeah, even though I it was think, a paid product. I think most did. I mean, anyone I talked to liked MaxPass better. So 
I mean, honestly, the stress of can I get this fast pass 60 days out? Right. I know. We didn't just experience it. Clients did. Right. So that's gone now. Yeah. And I didn't find anything. The only thing that we've seen lately that has sold out or really been gone really fast in the day is Rise. Yeah. And okay, so the the individual lanes, you can choose your return time for those, unlike the regular Genie Plus stuff. So if now, what if I start my day at Epcot and I know I want to hop to Hollywood, I can get up and I can still book a later time for for Rise in Hollywood. Yes. Without a park pass reservation. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's a you can book Disney Plus stuff from another park too. Okay. Yeah. So say you're in, you know, Epcot, and you're going to go over to Hollywood. You can look right while you're in Epcot and say, "Ooh, there's going to be a um a Genie Pace Lightning." They still call them Lightning Lightning Lane on the on the app, so I'm going to call it Lightning Lane. There's a Lightning Lane availability for Toy Story Mania for an hour from now. Let's grab it. You can do that from a different park. Okay. You know. And I love that aspect of it. That was one of the things I loved about Max Pass in, in in California, in Disneyland. Now, it's a little bit easier to go park to park there. Right. Because you literally just walk across the courtyard. Yeah. <laughs> it's right and you can, I literally did it one day. I walked back and forth like 10 times. I think they thought I was crazy. <laughs> like, I just wanted to see that I could go in and out, in and out, in and out. And, and you know, I mean... It was super, it wasn't in the long lines getting in, so it was easy to do. Right. Um, but I went back and forth a bunch of times. And it was just like, this is so cool to be able to do that. That's one yeah. of the things I love about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Is that both parks are so close to each other. But, uh, I mean, realistically, there's so much more that you could not do with Fast Pass. Fast Pass. Yeah. You know, it was only one park that you could choose those for. You know, right. it couldn't recognize that you had a park hopper. Right. Now. On the flip side, I have heard some people say that it will let you make a reservation for another park, even if you don't have park hopper. So that's a that's a drawback. So you have to know that if you have a park hopper, if you don't have a park hopper, if you have a base ticket, do not make one for a different park. Right. <laughs> Cause you, because you can't go. <laughs> you're not getting in. Exactly. So, you know, and I know there's different schools of thought between park hopper and not park hopper. You know, I'm personally a park hopper person because there may be times where you want to spend a certain amount of time in one park or you've done everything you want to do. Or maybe you want to go back and see something at night. So like right now, Animal Kingdom is one of my favorite places. It's not a ton I'd love to do there, though. Right. I mean, I very rarely do the walking trails anymore. I probably should because I really like the apes and I really like the guitar. I mean, the guitars. The tigers. <laughs> I literally like flip that word inside out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny um the tigers uh and then of course in two different walking areas and i do like the um fruit bats too i think those are really cool yeah um you know what i mean so i don't do them very often but i really should but i usually go in to animal kingdom i'll do the lion king show i'll do dinosaur and i'll do the safari i go all the time yes so i don't feel like i need to go see you know it's a bug's life every single time yes I don't do Everest. Most times I don't want to do Cali because I get soaked and I don't want to walk around wet clothes. I hate being in wet clothes. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I don't do. Dinosaur. Do you like dinosaurs? We do do dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are my very regulars. Yeah. Although if they ever try to do this to me again, I'm not going on it. We usually ask for the front right because the front row you don't get as sick in. And the right hand side doesn't have that handlebar right at my hip. 
oh. on my right side. It just has the regular wall. Because you know that little handlebar yeah. that you can hold on to? Yep. Well, that kills me when you're jostling back and forth. Oh, yeah. my God. They put us in there, and he didn't listen. I asked for the front right, and he didn't set us up that way. So I got stuck. I'm like, next time, I'm just not going to ride if they do that, because I can't do that again. That was so painful. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, I do like Dinosaur. Dinosaur is actually one of April's favorites. She can do that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're definitely park hopping family. Like, that, that was, like, the worst part of not of going um like after they reopened i'm like how are we gonna just be at just one park and like staying at we're usually at beach and yacht club and we would just be like oh we're so close to just going for food and Epcot, but we can't yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm a big so, i'm a big park hopper advocate i know some people are very like no i want to do just the one park a day and that's totally fine but everybody's different is no, there's no right or wrong answer for this. Nope. It's what's right for you and your family and what's wrong for you and your family. Yep, totally. Um, so with, with me, I would rather go to Epcot in the evening as long as it's not a Friday or Saturday night. Cause honestly, I don't like to be there on Friday night, Saturday nights. Yes. Too many people drinking too much. Um, and people get loud and gross and nasty. And, um, but I, but I, one thing I do, I love the American adventure. So, it, it's it kind of stinks if if I can't get in early enough to see that. Um, I don't see it every time I go because I just don't have time all the time. But um, so I do. I you know. But that is one I really like to do. We did Spaceship Birth this last time, and that was kind of funny. Um, I had my I had a mask on that was from Christmas last year, and it says Joy, and in the O it has Mickey head. Aww. They blacked out the Mickey head on the picture. I'm like, is Mickey f- f- uh, offensive now? <laughs> Poor Mickey. Why would they do it's that? A, I don't know. I don't think the person did it. I think the system did it. But yeah, right, I mean, right, right. But it's just funny because it blacked that out. So Poor that was Mickey. weird. Um, but yeah, so you know, we did Spaceship Earth. You know, we love. I love to do Soren. I like to do the Living Seas. You know, the Seas with Nemo. I like yeah, that one. Um, Figment. I do tend to do a lot. Um, I really don't. Well, I always have to go to. I would say Norway, but it's not Norway. Germany, and get the caramel popcorn. Um, if you've never had this caramel popcorn and you like caramel popcorn, you have to get it here. But I'm going to tell you: make sure you get the fresh bags. Yes. Don't get the prepackaged bags because it's going to taste different. And it's made with Werther's caramel. It is so stinking good. So and I bring I, back a, home I, a bag for myself and a bag for my husband. I had to, I got it and had to I should have gotten a bag for myself when I picked it up for you but I just was like oh I got a I was a few uh tequilas deep when I picked those up so I was like not thinking that I needed them for myself and then I had to smell them the whole way back and I was just like oh my gosh this smells so freaking good yeah <laughs> they're now, I, in fact I have my bag right here from last week I have not opened it yet my husband has eaten 95% of his bag and I haven't opened mine yet. So I just have to hide it before I leave tonight. You'll, you'll he'll come back it. and <laughs> it'll be gone. Yep. I had to find a place to hide it. So, um, but yeah, so, I mean, that was, you know, so there's not a ton I do there. So, you know, I love the park opera option and, and, you know, I've gotten to the stage of my life where I don't rush to get everything done. I just do my favorites. Yep. You know, and every once in a while I throw something in I haven't done very often, or it might be something I really like to do, but I don't always do it. Yeah. The Carousel of Progress. I love Carousel of Progress. I don't always do it. 
you know. Um, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. No, I gave everyone an earworm. Um, what's, uh, Hall of Presidents I really like. Um, trying to think of what else I don't do very often that I really like. People move over like that every trip. No, I yeah, like. it's okay one. That's your thing. that you. It's your favorite. That's my favorite. I'm not a big... I've never been a big people mover person. I love it. Um, the Tiki Birds. Oh, yeah. I yeah. really like Tiki Birds, but I don't do it often. Um, my standbys are, are in Magic Kingdom is uh, Pirates, um, Buzz, and Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And depending on what the wait time is for Splash, Splash Mountain. But now I can do Splash Mountain more often because I have GD+. Yes, you can. I, I choose to get GD+, I should say. So, you know, one of those things to think of. I mean, yes, again, I'm in a little different situation because I do go all the time. Um, and Whitney does as well. But if you're going down for, you know, a limited time and you don't get there as often, I would, I would highly recommend people get it. I think it would be in their benefit because there's that much more you can get done. And just understanding how to do it, I think, is important. Um, yeah. So I hope we've given everyone a pretty good framework. Um, can you think of anything else that you've heard about that you wanted to ask about? Or No, not really. Um, so I think we're pretty much done for this. Uh, we do want to thank you again for those likes, shares, and subscriptions. Um, make sure to take a look at the, the YouTube channel, um, both Main Street to the World and Coasters and Castles Travels YouTube channel, because April is putting up some great videos. She's been taking so much video. I, she's behind on editing it. I know that right now. Um, she basically takes out all the boring stuff. So you're not sitting there watching nothing happening for a little while. <laughs> so she does a great job with those. Um, but yeah, so make sure to check those out. Um and, you know, we'll be providing a lot more information in the, the weeks and months to come. Um, our agency is meeting in December. And so we're going to gonna do um, something after the fact with them so we can talk with some of them about their experiences. So we'll definitely have a lot to share. So anyway, uh, we do want to thank you for your listening today. And we wish you a great night. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your dreams And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on social media. We're under Main Street to the World on both Facebook and Instagram.
And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. And this sucks. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We, we hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. April, Whitney, and I certainly thank you for listening today. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Main Street to the World to share your thoughts, experiences, and suggestions for future episodes. Thank you for tuning in to Main Street to the World. Until next time, keep exploring, keep adventuring, and keep making memories all around this incredible planet of ours. Safe travels, all!